Well, the state has a budget after uh, taking most of last year off. If you recall, they really didn't have much of a legislative session during uh, during the, the COVID year of 2020. And I think they were all done with their actions like... Uh, like the 25th of May last year. So Memorial Day was an actual kind of holiday for uh, for those at the State House and those uh, those journalists covering it. Eh, but this past Memorial Day, not so much. They were definitely back in action uh, at the State House. Uh, both the House and Senate into the wee morning hours, passing a budget, and the budget spends $42 billion based off $41 billion. Uh, a lot of different pieces to it, including billions of federal funds that uh, that are coming into the budget. Uh, and to talk about some of the different aspects of this and its impacts on employers, uh, here with the WMAY Morning News Feed, I'm Greg Bishop. We're joined now by Illinois Chamber of Commerce President Todd Meisch. Todd, thanks for taking time with us this morning. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff to unpack here with the budget that was passed last night. I guess let's start with federal tax dollars and how those are being used. Uh, we've seen in you know last year uh, various different types of grant programs that have been uh, implemented all across the country, including here in Illinois. Uh, but even more federal dollars are going to be going to those business interruption grant uh, programs. Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, we've been proponents for that because uh, uh, there are a lot of good ways you can use uh, those what I call Biden bucks. And number one, uh, thanks for having me back again. Hopefully uh, not everybody had to stay up until 4 o'clock last night. Uh, tracking <laughs> I'm, go- I'm, going going on like, up to. I'm going on like two hours of sleep. I so, All right, well, and then uh, I got to go back down there because the Senate's back in session, Todd. But yes, okay, so... <laughs> Understand, understand. But, uh, yeah, so things are still, this is pretty, uh, well, I hate that this is a really uh, technical legislative term. Things are wacky right now. Wow, that's uh, and then we've got the budget uh, maybe on hold here. We'll see if the, the Senate president who put a brick on uh, the budget passing, if he holds to that. Things may have changed in even the last 20 minutes. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, but, boy. Uh, uh, so it's really pretty strange here. Then you've got a way huge to energy bill that has the potential to cost ratepayers a billion dollars over the next five years uh, that has not been voted on yet. That's out there. You've got the notion that uh, we've got yet for the third uh, for the third cycle in a row uh, a constitutional amendment of great importance. This one would ban even debate over Illinois being a right to work state. Uh, you know, by enshrining in the Constitution and essentially letting organized labor rewrite the Illinois Constitution. We're opposed to that vehemently. Uh, so this is a monumental legislative session, and it's not over yet. You're right. It's not over yet. Uh, and I know that there's uh, a couple of different budget bills. There's the, the actual budget outline, but then there's also the budget implementation bill. Uh, so, yeah, I, I did not check the latest status, and we'll definitely get that uh, because the Senate is back in session at 11 o'clock to see what uh, action they ultimately take. Uh, but, Todd, uh, you'd mentioned a variety of other things as well. The uh, the energy bill doesn't seem to have come together before um, the House left last night, uh, so we could see that come up in the veto session in the fall. 
fall. Uh, you did have that constitutional amendment passed, which uh, uh, we'll surely be talking a lot more about that before the November 2022 election uh, when, it, when it comes to uh, what ultimately that would mean. But back to the, the proposed budget in the last minute that uh, it was uh, it was brought out. What does it mean for for those businesses who've struggled during the pandemic? Uh, what kind of relief are they going to be able to get from those federal tax dollars through the business interruption grants? Yes, there are two things, the two points I'll make, and and they're they're a little bit uh, they're not exactly related, but here are the two things that are really important: is that normally. Uh, the business community and fiscal conservatives would say, you know what, not spending all of this money at one time would be a really good idea. <clears throat> that let's go ahead and save for a rainy day, let's reinvest in the rainy day fund, and it's very prudent. But the second point is that they didn't restrain spending and all they've done is backfill additional spending with taxes on on employers and especially manufacturers hospitality and travel the three industries that were the most impacted by the covid um recession so here's I'm going to do one example uh this is a little tax wonky I admit but if you have huge losses in one year, like think of airlines that ran at 10% capacity for six months, uh, or hotels that ran at uh, 15% capacity for even longer than that, or your local restaurants and bars who had literally the government saying, you can't go there, um, those people ran up losses. And the tax code is supposed to smooth those losses over a number of years. So if you eke out a profit in 2022, 2023, the tax code says that we're going to recognize that you, again, another very technical uh, accounting, uh, (laughs) you lost your ass in 2021 (laughs) and 2022, uh, we're going to go ahead and smooth that out over a period of time. Well, they're going to cap those losses, which is a tax increase on the worst hit businesses that are trying to come out of the COVID recession. That's terrible terrible tax policy but that's what we've got in this budget and there's uh 600 and i think 60 million or 630 million i can't remember of course the budget was just released with uh you know a handful of hours ago so uh but yeah there's there's these tax incentives now they didn't go all the way they didn't go with the nine different tax incentive programs uh that the governor wanted to close is this like a, a mixed bag? Because uh, he was looking at close to a billion dollars of tax incentive uh, closures that uh, would have been tax increases on businesses. Uh, so, so is it kind of uh, you know, in a way, uh, you win some, you lose some for the business community when it comes to those programs. Well, uh, the Illinois Chamber is unique in that we, we represent the diversity of the business community, not small to large, but also by industry type. But when you look at the ones that they did include. It is. It almost seems like they targeted the industries that were most impacted by the COVID recession. Hospitality, transportation, manufacturing, those are the ones that are going to see the 
biggest tax increases. We didn't even talk about the expensing of equipment purchases that you put into your manufacturing facility uh, and a couple other issues that, again, are heavy on manufacturing. And we've, and we've lost 50,000 manufacturing jobs since uh, the beginning of January of 2019 to now. Why you punish the hardest hit industries uh, is is just crazy to me, to be honest. Uh, we don't want anybody to pay more than their fair share, but it seems to me this is almost a punishing type of uh, tax policy. We're talking with Todd Meisch. He is the president of the Illinois Chamber of Commerce here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, and then, Todd, one other thing that, you know, it looked like it could possibly happen because of the federal guidance uh, saying that, yeah, you can use some of the billions of dollars we're sending states to pay down the unemployment insurance trust fund in your state. We didn't see that. Only $100 million going to the unemployment insurance trust fund. That's $5 billion in the red, right? Uh, no doubt about it. <clears throat> this is a tax that everyone's going to pay. Now, the chamber has emphasized things like the big program because it puts money into people's hands in the next six weeks, eight weeks, as opposed to reducing their taxes three years from now. Well, there are a lot of businesses that don't know if they're going to be in business three years from now. So we, uh, that it's not wrong to want to put money into the UI trust fund. That is not wrong by any means. But we think the legislature should prioritize dollars that keep people in business. Um, but the, uh, yeah, $100 million is just a drop in the bucket. Uh, I think that if uh, you go ahead and either get more, you know, borrowing out of Washington that comes flows to the states and goes in the trust fund, that will help. The fact that the uh, state government, again, surprising me, didn't spend all of the $8.1 billion this year, uh, that does allow you to go ahead and put more money in the UI trust fund. Every employer pays that tax. Um, so uh, we'll just have to see where we end up here. But, uh, no, it, we can bond that, and we have in the past. But unemployment insurance taxes are going up for employers. There's no doubt about it. Todd Meisch, I imagine you're going to be talking with uh, legislators over the summer about this. It's one thing that uh, Majority Leader Greg Harris indicated. Uh, they're going to be talking more about how to use these federal dollars. So, um, you know, just, I guess, here preliminary, uh, what would you like to see? You mentioned, of course, getting dollars out to those who are most of need through big grants, but also uh, looking to, to deal with the trust fund. But uh, what else do you think needs to happen when it comes to those those tax, because they're tax dollars, not just individual tax dollars, but also business tax dollars? Well, I'm going to actually, believe it or not, end this uh, segment by saying nice things about Democrats uh, and fiscal uh, responsibility. They did dedicate a good amount to paying down debt, and that is a good idea. We have to go ahead and reinforce that, uh, whether you're where you, wherever you are in the political spectrum, paying down debt is a really, really important uh, concept. And I give Leader Harris, who's very conscientious, a little more liberal than we are, but very conscientious legislator. LG Sims, the same way, very conscientious, a little more liberal than we are. Um, but they did dedicate uh, dollars to paying down debt. That was a very good decision, and we support that. However, 
Uh, at the same time, when you increase taxes on employers who you're hoping continue to keep the economy going, making some of these other things, it just kind of uh, undercuts uh, fiscal responsibility with fiscal irresponsibility. Uh, so we'll just have to see where we go. But uh, paying down debt is always a good idea, uh, and the Illinois Chamber supports that. Greg Harris, LG Sims deserve a lot of credit uh, for putting together a, a, a budget that, that that does a fair amount of that, and uh, we have to give credit where credit is due on that. Todd Meisch, Illinois Chamber of Commerce President, greatly appreciate your time this morning, and I imagine we'll talk soon, all right? All right, thank you, Mark. Always great to be on. Appreciate it. Yep.